Okay, brachos daf mem hey. So, once again, the learning should be as chos for shlema for beilayenta bas mariam fega. So, brachos daf mem hey begins the seventh parak of brachos shloisha she'achlu. This parak primarily deals with benching and the concept of birchas azimun of what we call a mezuman, three three people that ate together, they make a special bracha prior to benching, which we call the birchas hazimun. We'll see in the later Mishnayas what exactly is part of this takana of birchas hazimun. We'll see, we'll mention later on again that Rabbi Samuel mentioned or Havlonun Varech is not really mentioned in the Gemara. It's Later on, we find it based on the Zayar that this came into practice, and that's why some people say Rabbi Samivel mentioned or Rabbi Sainavarech, but that's not really part of the Birchas Zimon. So, just a thought before we get into the concept of Zimon is that in, in many people's minds, when it comes to things that are of Taiva, for example, eating, people would assume that's something that the Torah would shy away from, and people should like eat in private. And when you finish eating, you get back to life. You know, eating is a it's a human need, but it, there's no inherent kedusha on in it. What we see, one of the lessons we can learn from Zimon is we have three people eating together. They sit together. There's a camaraderie. There's hopefully different Torah being spoken at the table. So you elevate your meal into a meal of kedusha. To give a simple example would be, imagine you go to a restaurant and you see someone sitting there alone eating a steak. So you, hopefully he's on business and there's no one else to eat with. But what's sad, what we would call uh, unfortunate, is that that person ends up eating every single night. He eats alone. You know, a restaurant, although it's food, but it's supposed to be able to bring people together. Food can also bring people together, hopefully in a ruchnius way, even in a business way, but hopefully in a ruchnius way. So... Yidin, we definitely give significance to eating. So this parak will inf- emphasize the the kedusha of it. When you have three people eating together, there's a special bracha to be recited. There's a halachas of divrei should be spoken by the table. So that's just something to keep in mind when we learn that when we speak about the halachas of zimun. Just uh, one more point. We will mention this later on as well. Just want to get into it that. The halacha of Zimon really was that when you have three people eating together, one person would make a bracha, and he would say the birchas Zimon. Additionally, he would be the one to lead everyone in benching. What it meant was that he would be the only one that would actually bench. Everyone else would pay attention, and they would be yaitza with his benching. So over time, the Shulchan Aruch says, we no longer have kavana. So everyone has to bench on their own. Everyone has to say their own However, he writes, since we want to try to fulfill the original takana of having one person bench for three people, the the one who's leading the mezuman should say it out loud, and everyone else should say it quietly with him. So, again, in most places this is not done. It should at least be done for the first bracha, and, uh, and even if no one's reading it together with the one who's leading everyone, he at least should say the first bracha out loud. Um, but the Yavid, he didn't do any of these things. Everyone just started, you know, Rabbi Simovel mentioned, everyone just started benching on their own, mumbling, halacha is, you're still yaitza, but that would not be the lechatchilo way to do this. Okay, let's jump into the Mishnah. Three people ate together, chayav and lezamein, they are chayav to join in a zimun. So now we're going to go through different foods that, even if you ate these foods, and 
you're still allowed to make a zimun. However, there are certain foods that people ate that, for example, if someone eats treif, so you can't count him for a zimun. That's not considered achilat together. As we mentioned, there's some type of ruchnius connection. If someone's eating uh, a cheeseburger from McDonald's, we're not going to call this uh, kedusha eating together. So so we have achal demai. Someone ate demai. Demai means food, fruit brought from an amnaret. Well, it was bread in this case. So there's a suffix if meiser was given, still you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to be part of the zimun. Umeiserishon, shenitlo trumasai, or meiserishon, that uh, that the levy gave trumas meiser to the kayin. So the Gemara is going to ask, what's wrong with that? So of course, well, it's regular food. So we'll see. Meiser sheni v'hektish niftu, or you have meiser sheni, uh, or hektish that were redeemed. So you did the proper procedure, and you redeemed it before you partake, you partook in it. So you're allowed to bench. Again, the Gemara is going to ask, what's the Chiddush? Of course, these are regular regular kosher food. And a waiter, even though you wouldn't call him part of the meal, if he ate a kazayas, he's allowed to bench with you, and that would be called, he could join the Mizuman. Vakusi or Ekusi, we'll get into this, what Ekusi means. But all, all these cases, Mizan and Malav, they could join in the Zimun, and let's say they're the only three people there, they can make their own Mizuman. If they're the third person, no problem. So in all these cases, you're good to go. However, Achal Tevel, somebody Tevel, that Truma Meister were not taken, that the Levi took his Meister, and he did not give Truma to the Kayan from his Meister, or or hektish that were not redeemed, and you're eating it without redeeming it, eating it in the wrong place. Or a waiter that ate less than a kazayas. What about anyone else? We'll see. Or a non-Jew. They cannot join in your zimun because that food is not considered an achila. That's not considered a uh, eating of of kedusha, and therefore they're not part of the mizum. There's a discussion in the paiskim. Do you make a bracha on non-kosher food? We'll leave it for a different time. Next, noshin vavadim uktanim women avadim and katanim in mizanim alein. We do not. Uh, join them in the zimun. So let's see if two men and one, and one woman ate together. You do not make a mizomen. Next, arkama mizamen. How much do you have to eat in order to be uh, part of the zimun? Rabbi Yehuda, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, the Tanakhama says arkazayas. It has to be until uh, you have to at least eat a kazayas, an olive size. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm so you have to eat uh, food the size of an egg, meaning bread the size of an egg, in order to be counted in the mizomen. So again, the next few dafim. And, and if you look in halacha, there's a lot of details involved. What's called eating together? Is a yeshiva lunchroom called eating together? What's called food? Is it bread? Is it, what about if someone ate fruit? Can they join two people that ate bread? Um, we'll get into how old the person has to be. We'll get into all these halachas. Amir Tashem, as we continue the dafin. Mino Hanimili, the Gemara asks, how do I know that there's this concept of mizumen, of three people, there's a new thing, of three people making a bracha, a specific bracha when they eat together. So of Asi, Damakor, the Pasuk says, so you see that you're you're saying Gadlu, you to two people should should uh, be got to declare Hashem et uh, with me. together we will uh, elevate the name of Hashem. So you see that it's one person directing the statement at, at two people. So that's three. Rabbi Avo Amar Mehacha, different Pasuk. It says, Kishem Hashem Ekra. When I call out in the name of Hashem, Havu, you uh, should attribute Gaidel uh, greatness later to to HaKadosh Baruch So you see, Havu is talking to two people. So it's one person speaking to two. So you have three people in 
in a in a in this in this pasuk. So that's the source for three people being significant, and that's where Chazal got this idea that three people together should have their specific bracha called Birchas Hazimon. How do I know that a person who says amen to a bracha should not raise his voice uh, above louder than the one who is making the bracha? So let's say you're listening to the chazan, he's saying a bracha. Don't scream out, amen, don't do that. The Pasuk says, God Hashem iti with me. Don't don't be greater, don't do, don't do louder than me. Iti with me. When together, so you see that he should not be louder than the one who's making the bracha. There is a uh, hetter for those in camp, you know, the head counselor, that if someone's trying to get people pumped up, so to say amen, so the Mishabur brings that down, that that would be fine. If your goal is to inspire others to, to say amen, that would be fine. So back in the day, they used to have a metorgamon, so they had a balkari, the balkari would read, would lay in the tyra. And the Maturgamon would, would give the uh, commentary on the Kriya Satara. So it was very interesting what was going on in Shul. So you have someone leaning and then you have the Maturgamon. So Allah is the Maturgamon, the translator is not allowed to be louder than the one reading the Torah. Shinamar, the Pasuk says, Moishi Yadaber, Vo'aleikim Yanenu Bekal. So Moishe would, would, would speak and Hashem would respond to him, Bekal, with his voice. So the Gemara is like this. She ain't Tamalemer Bikol. Why does the Torah have to say with a voice? When you respond to someone, of course you're responding with your voice. How else are you responding? You know, via email? What does that mean? So of course it's with his voice. So Ma Tamalemer Bikol. Why does the Torah, what's the Torah telling me with Bikol, with voice? And for the Gemara, Bikoloi Shel Moshe, that Akalish Rocha responded with the call of Moshe, with a voice that was on the same level as Moshe Rabbeinu. Kani na mehachi, we have the same b'risa in a similar way. We taught, in a metargi mashalak bi'a koiloi, yoiser min ha-koiri. The metargamon, the translator, the commentator, should not, is not allowed to raise his voice louder than the one who's who's leaning. Vimi evsher le metargi mak bi'a koiloi k'negada koiri. And if it's not possible for the, uh, for the metargamon to raise his voice on the same level as, as the Bakari, the one who's reading should lower his voice so that they should be on the same playing field. Meaning, not only should the Metorgamon not be louder, it should also not be significantly lower. So therefore, if the Metorgamon has a low voice, the Bakari should actually lower his voice in order to be on the same level of voice as the Pasuk says. Together, not one high, one low, it should be together on the same, on the same, uh, in the same type of voice. Itmar, we learned in a in a brisa. Two people were eating together. So it's not a brisa. I'm sorry. This is just the gemara. Itmar, Two people who were eating, uh, you know, ate bread together. So please, you Rav, Rabbi Yochanan. It's machlokes between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. Chad Omar, meaning you don't have three people here. You only have two. So two people go out to eat. So Chad Omar, one, one of these, either Rav or Rabbi Yochanan said in Ratzul Zamin, if they want. Mizamnin, no problem, you can make a mizuman. You think you need three? Three is only a chigiv, but two, if you want, optional. The same way, uh, you could, uh, a woman could shake lulav on sukkis, even though she's not mechoyev to. So two, you want to do mizuman, even if you do not have three, no problem, two people is fine. Mechanamar, one of these, either a driver of Yechanan said, even if you want to, you cannot have a zimun unless you have three people. Tanan. We went to the Mishnah. Now, we're, we're going to try to figure out 
uh, a, a proof to to uh, this this discussion. Tonight we learned in the Mishnah. Three people that eat together are chayav nazamin. So what do you see from here? Shloisha in three people, yes. Shnayim loy. Two people do not need to, or or uh, two people do, are not part of the mizuman. The Lord says no. Hasa, maybe the mission when the mission is three people chayva is telling me three people are obligated. Hacha, when Rav and Rabbi Yechner are discussing two people, we're not discussing there's an obligation. We're discussing rishos. Are you allowed to? So therefore, there's no proof from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah was discussing obligations. The Mishnah said, are obligated. Who's to tell me that two people cannot, on their own, decide to have a Mizuman? Fine, so that was not a good proof. Tashma, we have another uh, b'risa. Three people ate together. They're chayev in Mizuman. But they are not allowed to split. Okay. So that means one person can't just decide, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm not, I don't want to have Mizuman with you. However, Shleisha in, we see from here that three people could join the Mizuman. But Shnayim Lai, because if there was two people that were able to make a Mizuman, so why can't, if you have three friends, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi eating together, and Levi decides, I'm done. So what's the problem? When he leaves, there's no longer a Mizuman. But that's not true, because if you hold that two people on their own can make a Mizuman. So even if Levi leaves, Reuven and Shimon could still have a Mizuman, right? So what's wrong with that? And for the Gemara, Shani Hasam, <clears throat> so the Gemara said, isn't that a proof that Mizuman is only with three and not with two? So the Gemara said, no, maybe really you could have a Mizuman with two. So why can't Levi leave? Shani Hasam, the Kavuluhu Mekara. Because he already had an obligation. They already have a chiv. When you have three, when you have two people together, so perhaps there's this option. If they want, they want to be, um, when they want to do me'ikr, they want to do lefnim, sadin, they want to do extra credit, two people can perhaps make a mezuman. However, when they have three people eat together, they have an obligation of, of, of zimon. Three people have a chiv. When one guy leaves, they're no longer able to fulfill their obligation with three. So it could be that these two could still make their own mezuman, but they're never going to get the level of the chiv of the three. So that's why Levi cannot leave. But don't bring me a proof from there that two people cannot be, cannot make a mezuman on their own if they want. Okay, so that was not a good proof either. Tashma, so two people are sitting in a restaurant in Williamsburg, and the waiter comes... This is the same waiter that you wipe your uh, your hands on from yesterday's daf. So hashamish shohim hashamish ala shnayim, a waiter who was uh, he was waiting on on two people. Okay, so two people eating together. Hareza oichli mahem afa pi shloi nosun leirishos. So he's allowed to sit down with them and eat, even though they're like, hello, we're we're having a meeting here, we're having a discussion. He's allowed to sit down and eat with them. Why? So there's a concept of nichelele inish that a mitzvah should be done, and therefore we say that the, that these two people are are going to give up their private conversation in order to be able to be to have this mitzvah of Mizuman. Okay, so if this person, the waiter in Williamsburg, in, uh, in Grill on Lee or Gottlieb's, he sits down with you, you have to, uh, yeah, you, you let him eat there. Fine. Now, if he was with, if he was uh, being Misham, if he was waitering on Three people, you can't just sit down and eat with them. Why? Because there's no mitzvah that he's adding. They have three people there anyways. They would have had a mezuman. So what's this fourth guy doing? Therefore, the waiter is not allowed to just sit, sit himself down on their table. Okay, so what do we see from here? 
that perhaps when two people, when the two people, well, there was only two people there. So we said the waiter could go sit down because now he's creating a chiv of zimon. So the Gemara has the following question. Why don't we say that if you have two people there anyway, so they already had their, their uh, option of nizomen. Because we said perhaps, this is perhaps even two people could do their own mizomen. So why is a third person, why is the shamash allowed to sit down in order to create and we're happy that now we could do zimun? We were always able to do zimun even without him. So the says, no, shani hasam, not a good raya. Why? Because the nicha lahu, the mikvah lahu Really, you're right. Maybe perhaps two people could do mizumin on their own. So why are they happy when the waiter sits himself down and uh, he joins their table? Because now I went from optional uh, mizumin to now ablu- obligatory mizumin, of mizumin. So therefore, we say the same thing. The nicha lahu, the mikvah lahu They'd rather be obligated. There's a concept of gadol mitzvah You get more schar when you're obligated in something than when you're just doing it uh, from your own. Uh, you know, you're electing to do something. So we know that. So therefore, perhaps we could say that really even two people are allowed to make mizomen, but they're not chayiv, and therefore the waiter could enforce their chayiv, and they're happy, so he could come sit down. So we do not have a proof that that two people cannot do it on their own. We All these brises basically are not t- telling us that there must be three people in order to do mizomen. At the end of the day, we could say like this, that with two people there's an option, but with three people, there is a obligation. Tashma, we'll try one more time. Noshim nizamnes la'atzman. The Bryce says, women can make their own mizumen. So our Mishnah said that we can't add them, we can't join them to a mizumen, two men and one woman. However, let's say three women on their own. They went out to their cafe, they want to eat, uh, they, they want to have their own mizumen. According to the Bryce, no problem. Noshim nizamnes they can have their own mezumen. Fine. They can also have their own mezumen. However, let's say you have a mixture of women, of slaves, and uh, and, and, and uh, young young children eating together. So, even if they want to have their own mezumen, we do not allow them to do it. So uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna explain soon why they shouldn't do that because it could pritsusa there was some type of pritsus and um, you know kalos rush going on there and therefore they shouldn't c- consider themselves uh, this is a good kedusha type of eating together they shouldn't be eating together and therefore they should not make a mizomen so the gemara is like this when it comes to zimun a hundred women are similar to two men and the fact that they're never chayiv to in a, in, in mezumen. still right they never chayv women are not chayv in mezumen. so or or zimun is the proper way to say it women are not chayv in zimun the bryce says they could if they want so hold on a second a hundred women are considered like two men that there's no chayv yet still if they want they could do it so what do you see from here that even when you don't have an obligation you could do it. So the same way a hundred women could do it, or three women could do it, they could have their own mezumen, even though they're not chayev. So perhaps two men should have the same din, that they're not chayev, but if they want, they could do it. So we're bringing a proof the other way, that two people are allowed to have mezumen, just like women could do mezumen, 
And from the Gemara, uh, so the Gemara says, no, Shani Hasam, Deika Deus. At the end of the day, there are three people. There's Deus. There's three different minds. So therefore, when it comes to three women, even though they're not Chayiv, but they're still in the parsha of Zimon. They're still uh, in the form of when Mazuman is obligated, which is when there are three people. There's three people here. They happen to be women. They're, uh, they're uh, you know, but still, they are Chayiv in, in Mazuman. Sorry, they, they're not Chayiv, but there is a structure of the obligation of, 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 of Zimon, right? What does the mission say? Right? That's only when there's, uh, there's a, a counting of three. So when there's three people, we see the content of, of Zimon. Women are potter. If they want, when there's three of them, they could, they could now do Zimon. However, when it comes to men, Two men, there's not three. So there's no God in there's no Kishim Hashem Ekra. So who's to say that when you have two men, they, they could do Mizuman on their own? So therefore, there is no proof. The Gemara says, Yihachi, if it's true, Ema Seifa, it says, Nashim Vadim, Imrat Nazamin, Ema Zamin, Amai Loi Vaikadeus. So the Bryce, so now if the Bryce, the Bryce says that as long as you have Deus, you have three people there, if you want, you could. So the Gemara comes, turns back and says, Hold on a second. The, the end of this Bryce said, Women and, uh, and Avadim together, if they want, they still can't do Mizuman. Why not? There's three people there. For the Gemara, Shani Hasa, Mishun, Pritsusa, it's going to cause, you know, uh, promiscuity. And therefore, they should not eat the meal together. And even if they did eat the meal together, the Chazal are not going to put their stamp on this uh, stamp on it. Their stamp on it and say, "Oh, you know, Yafe, you know, uh, Asisa, good thing what you did." And let's make kedusha out of it. No, this is not a. Uh, it's not embraced by Chazal to have women eating with avadim. And therefore, we would not do mizuman. But it's not a question. You're right. There's three people there. As long as it was three women, they would be allowed to. So it's not a question from avadim. We still need to have three people there, and therefore there's no proof that two people have the option of doing birchas hazimon. Now we're trying to figure out that there was a machlekes between Rav and Rabbi Yechanan. The Gemara just told us, Chad Omar, one said two people can't, and Chad Omar, one, one of these said two people could. So now we're trying to figure out who was which one that said which. Tistayim, the Raya, let us bring your Raya, that Rav is the one that said... So let's bring a proof that Rav is the one that said that even if they want, if two men want to make a, a zimun, they cannot. So this was said in the name of Rav. Three people ate together. One person leaves the restaurant and goes out to smoke. Halacha is They have to call him back. Tell him, hello, we need a zimun. And they can... And uh, and they then they will join right to Mizan Olav. They could use him as the uh, as the Mizuman. Um, now, what's this word of Mizanim Olav? What do you mean? Let him come back. So what it means is Rashi explains that he just has to be able to listen, even if he's outside. As long as he's paying attention, it's fine. He doesn't have to actually have to go back and sit down. As long as he can hear them from from outside from the curb, halacha is you're good. Now, the Gemara said like this. If you call him, then you can use him as number three. You can only use him because you called him and said, dude, come back. But if they did not call him back, what does it look like? You cannot do a Mazuman. So what do you see from here? We see from here that Rob's the one that holds that two people cannot do a Mazuman on their own because if they could do a Mazuman on their own, why does the Bryce say that we should call him back? And if and it sounds like if we didn't call him, then we cannot do him as a woman. 
So the Gemara says, no, Shani Hasam the Ikba Lahu Bechoyva make her. The same answer we said before, which is that when you have three people sitting down together for a meal, at that point they're Chayev. So don't give me this uh, this uh, this Rishus discussion. Right now they're Chayev. This guy leaves. He's, he's outside on the phone. He's on. He's smoking a cigarette. So he, you have to bring him back because But it's not a proof if two people sat together to go out for uh, for coffee and for bagels. Who's to say that they're not allowed to do it on their own? Maybe Rav would agree. When it's two people on their own, they're allowed to make their own uh, two-person optional mezuman. Fine. So there's no proof from here. El Tzayim will bring another ride. The Rabbi Yechon who the Amar Mrutz Lezamin Ein Lezamin. Maybe Rabbi Yechon is the one who holds that even if they want, they can. Two people cannot make a mezuman. How do we know this? Amar Rabba Bar Barchana Amar Rabbi Yechonon. Shnayim Shachol Kachas. Two people ate together. Echon Mehen Yoytzev Birchas Chaver. So if two people are eating together, one of them can bench, and he could be Mitzi his friend. Vahavinan Ba. And we we're looking at this. We're analyzing. We say, hold on a second. My Kamashman. What's Rabbi Yechonon teaching me? That one person could be Moitzi's friend when it comes to benching. Tanina, we learned. Let's say you hear the bracha, but you didn't answer uh, Amen. Still, halacha is you, uh, you're Yatza. But why? It's as if you said it, even if you didn't say Amen. Halacha is you are your Yatza. Rab said, What's he trying to teach me? What's Rabbi Yechanan telling me? Right? Rabbi Yechanan comes along. Rabbi Yechanan, well, it's Rabbi Rabbi Yechanan, Amr Rabbi Yechanan. Nu chidish, shnayim shachol ka'achaz, echen men yoytze birchaz chaver. One that could be Moitzi's friend when two people eat together. And we asked, what's going on here? Of course, shemei ka'ayna. One person could always be Moitzi's friend. Why not? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Zeir explained that the chidish of Rabbi Yechanan is, loymer she'ein birchaz hazimun b'neim, just to show me that when this person benches for, for his friend, all he's doing is saying Berchas Hamazon out loud and he's being Moitzi's friend. But that's it. There's no Zimon, there's no Mazumin here, nothing. Just benching. So what do we see from here? The Abyechan is the one that holds that even two people want to do a Mazumin, they can't. All he could do is bench for his friend, but he will not be able to do Mazumin. So the Gemara says, Tistayim, it's a good Raya. The Abyechan is the one who holds that two people cannot even on their own decide to do a Mazumin. Amalei Rav Barav Huna the Rav Huna, Sarov Rav Huna said to Rav Huna, "Varabona the Osmi Mimarava Amri." But Chachamu came from Eretz Yisrael to Baba. They said, "I'm Rotz Lezamin Mizamin." If two people ate together, they could do Mizamin. So my love, the Shmuel who me Abiyechan, it must be heard from Abiyechan. Abiyechan lived in Tveria, lived in Eretz Yisrael. So if they're coming from Eretz Yisrael, they must have heard this from Abiyechan. The Mor says, "Nah, lie." The Shmuel who me Rav me came to Nachas They heard it from Rav. Before he went down to Bavel. Okay, so no Raya. Gufa. Amrav Dimi Bar Yosef Amarav. Shloishush Achluka Achas. Three people ate together. Shloishush Achluka Achas. Viyotz Echem in the Shok. And one of them goes out again to the street. Karin Loy So we said before that you call him back, and as long as he's listening, you could have Mizumin. This only went in a case where he's close enough that he could actually hear us and he could respond to the Mizumin. Fine. This is only said when it comes to three people. When three people ate together, then he could do this. When you had ten people and you want to say Nevarich Elekeinu, which we're going to see later on in the Mishnah when you have a minion. So then the Halach is Adonaisi. They have to actually come back from outside and sit back down on the table. And then we could have them in mind, and then we can have a mezuman of, of a minion. Okay, so there's a difference between 
a minion and less than a minion. So maskele ravashi adarabo. Fakarik, the opposite. Ibchamastavra, the other way makes sense. Why? Because Tisha near and Kasara. Let's say I have nine people gathered in a room in a restaurant and one guy's outside. So we say Navari Helikenu. So big deal. The onlooker will see. Oh, there's nine, ten. Looks like look looks like they have a minion, you know? Sometimes nine can look like ten. But Shnayim, if I have two people there, and we and we start saying Rabbi Samuel Benshin, relying on the third guy outside in the back smoking, so that he's gonna listen. But Ainirin Kishlaisha, the onlooker would say, Hey, there's only two people here. How do they have, how do they have a Muslim? So it should be the opposite. So but the Gemara says, that no, three people you could do this, but not with ten. Why? My time Kevin the Boilat Kureshim Shemayim, since you're you're saying Avari Khalikenu, so Butzer Measara, less than ten. Lav Oyrech Aro, it's not appropriate. It's similar to a Dover Shepikdusha. Like you need 10 people here. Don't have uh, three guys outside, one guy here. You need 10 people together to recite Navarich Halekeno. By three people, it's just Birch Hazazim it's not, you're not saying Navarich Halekeno, and therefore, we are not as makbit as we are when we have a potential to have a minion. Amra Baya. We have When two people ate together, each one should bench on their own instead of having someone else, you know, have you in mind. Um, mitzvah to split up. said, when they both they both know how to how to read or how to read how to, how to recite birchas in by heart or uh, again today would mean they know how to read. Four of them is a soifer, he's a scholar, he's a tamachacham, and the other one is a boar, he's ignorant. So soifer let the one who knows how to bench bench ubor yotze and the boar can answer amen to his bracham be mighty with the. The following thing, I said on my own, and uh, some say that uh, it was it was said in the name of Rav Zera, which agrees to this. One person has to stop his meal for two people, meaning, let's say two people are done, they've done their meal, and they say, okay, Rabbi Yisrael, let's bench, right? And the third guy is still eating his uh, his sandwich. Halach is, he has to stop, he has to stop and wait for them to do the Birch HaSazimon, finish Talazan HaSakol, then he can continue eating and he'll bench on his own later on. But but two people do not have to stop for one person. Let's say one person says, I want to leave, and two people are eating, they do not have to stop. That's his own problem. They do not have to stop their meal for this guy. The Gemara says, "Valoi, vara papa, afsigli abba, ba marbre, iuchad." Rav Papa interrupted a meal for his son Abamar, and Rav Papa iuvachad. It was him and the other guy who stopped the meal for his son. So what's going on? You see that two people stopped for one person, and for the Gemara, shining Rav Papa to lefnim Yeshua Sadinu. Davari was it was only lefnim Yeshua Sadinu. He's not chayev, but it's nice if you're able to do it. You're able to stop and have a birchas azimus. Even two people could stop for one. Yehuda bar bar meremar umar bar avashiv rav acham idifti karche rifte bahadi adali. They were eating bread together. Lava bahu chad have a muflik mechavri. Now one of them was a greater tamachacham than his friend. So levarichilu to lead them in benching. So they weren't sure what to do. So Ami they said, Do we say That's only when there's an Adam Gadol. There's a great person who's gonna bench for everyone. We're all equal. It's better instead of causing my chaykes and figuring out who's the best one, who's the who should get the keyboard. It's better to everyone should bench on their own. So what do they do? 
Baruch in Ishtanafshe, everyone benched on their own. So also, the comment to Meremar, they came before the Rebbe Meremar, Amalahu, he said, Yedei Baruch HaYetzasem, you were to benching, but Yedei Zimun lo Yetzasem, and, uh, you are not yet in the Zuman, and you're going to say, let's go back and do Mizuman. There is no Zimun Mafreya, but uh, you are not yet in because you should, have, you should have found someone to do it. Pick someone. But by the way, you see from here that it, there's a special hitter of giving the most hush of a guest to lead benching, your Rosh Hashiva, to lead benching, because you see that, that that's what they wanted to do. If you're stuck, everyone's equal, so uh, you figure it out. You, you take turns, whatever. Next time, someone else will bench. But, uh, Definitely move on with the Mizumin and don't don't skip it in order not to be able to pick the right guy for benching. Let's say someone who did not eat. So he comes and he sees that people are already benching. So what should he say? It's meaning they're saying You should say Baruch Umavirach. You say Amen. And there's no like when you come and you hear the person saying so you hear the person saying let us let us bench so then you could say okay you say you could you could say that in this case when you already hear them saying baruch so you can't join with them because you weren't requested to say Baruch uh, you weren't. No one asked you to say Navarich. You came too late, so there will be difference. So the Gemara is like this: Ashkenu to kami Navarich, Amen Baruch Hamarich. Ashkenu to kami Baruch, Aina Amen. You would say Amen. You have a similar halacha when it comes to Berachas Atara. Let's say a person cannot hear the 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 one who gets an aliyah reciting the bracha, so you wouldn't say Baruch Hashem Amvarich Yelamvad. What you would do is you would respond to those that heard, and they're saying Baruch Hashem Amvarich Yelamvad. You would just say Amen. Similar halacha, look in the Mishabura and Hilchas Kriya Satira. Tani Chada, we learned to mourn Brisa, I know Amin Achar Kolber Chosev, Harizim Meshubach. Someone says, Amin, after all of his brachas, is praiseworthy. The Tani Idach, Harizim Maguna, it is not a nice thing to say Amin after your own brachas. So what's going on here? And for the Yor, like Hasha, Habibani Yerushalayim, when do we say Amin is good? That's after Boni Yerushalayim. Ha, Bisha Brachas, the other one is talking about. Other brachos. Now, what would be the difference over here? Because Bani Yerushalayim ends the three brachos of, of the that are midaraisa. Therefore, it's important to say, amen after those brachos. However, the the Rambam and the Svardim they they have a different mahalach in this. They say the pshat is that anytime you have a series of brachos, you should say amen afterwards. So you'll see in some shuls, even some of the Hasidim do this. They'll say amen after saying Shemer Amo Yisrael Ad. Uh, by Mariv, and they'll say Amin to their own bracha. The Svaradim will do this after Halal, they'll say Amin. Even after Yishtabach, they'll say Amin. For the uh, Ashkenazim, we only say Amin after Hashkivenu. After, I'm sorry, after Bani Brachamov, Yishalayim Amin. That's the only time we recite Amin to our own bracha. However, there is a Navkamina about those other, other brachas. There's a halacha that let's say a person finished his, his bracha the same time as someone else. So you should not recite Amin. Let's say you're, you're two people are eating, uh, not eating, it's not a good example. Two people are saying Ashi right after they're sitting outside the bath and they both say Ashi at the same time. And they both finish. So you don't say Amin to your friend's bracha because it looks like you're saying Amin to your own bracha. However, if it's one of these brachas, let's say Halel or Yishtabach or Shemir Amo Yisrael Ad. So Halachas the Mishabur says one is allowed to recite Amen at the same time that his friend finishes because 
even if you are reciting a mean to your own bracha, there are many shittas that hold you. You do recite a mean to your own bracha by these cases, so there is a nafkamina. But again, it will be the end of halal. Uh, after Yishtabach, Shemer Amo Yisrael Ad, and again, Boyne Barach Mav Amen. We, in fact, Ashkenazim will say this. Abaya Oni Lebekarla. He would specifically say Amen really loud after Boyne Barach Mav Yisrael Boyne Yisraelim Amen. Barach Mav. Some people ask, but don't take, don't say it. But Boyne Yisraelim Kehechi Delishmu Poylim Vleikumo. So the Poylim, we're going to see later on. There's a halacha that they're not allowed to say the fourth bracha benching because they got to go back to work. So you would say Amen. Uh, loud, because the fourth bracha is not midaraisa, and they got to go back to work. Rav Ashi only lebe the chisha. Rav Ashi would say it in a whisper. Why? The opposite. If you say amen really, really loud after bani bani rishlaim amen, after saying bani rishlaim, so then people are gonna say, ah, oh, the fourth bracha is nothing. We already finished. So he would say it quietly, so not to emphasize that the fourth bracha is midarban, because people would take it lightly. So uh, that's why Rav Ashi did what he did. Okay, shkoyach.